Scott. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Adrian H. Scott. Please support the Age page. We're going to start our podcast off of the Age page. So please tune in. What else? Um, please check out Juan and Phil on the Age page. And check out my book, The Tales of Hip Hop Horror on Amazon. Please. Age. Adrian H. Scott. Thank you. That's right. It's about that time, guys. Thank you guys for having us as your viewing, listening guest. And we're out of uh, here. Pleasure. Uh, can we say that on there? Pleasure, yeah. yeah. Fire. Sure. Let's do it, y'all. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Have a nice one, y'all. See, See you guys next week. week. What's up, everybody? You're tuning in to All Soul Radio, MC Paws, DJ Jima. We're about to get started right now um, with some slappers. Shout out to Ugly Sundays holding it down tonight. We're about to have a little special guest come through in a little bit. Shout out to Baghead. He'll be joining us tonight gonna be chopping it up about his new album growth mindset that came out when did this come out came out august of 2022 august 25th of 2022 day after his birthday um but we gonna get into some music right now stay locked in we're here with us also radio What do they call me? My name, bitch. My name is Strong. Strong. Uh-huh. Strong. Yeah. Hey, yo. The moonlight shines on the New York skyline. Midtown is lit up. The city is mine. As I drive across Queens Bridge, I see it clearly from my POV. What this is fact, not theory. Yeah, that rapper got money, but that rapper can't walk through this concrete jungle because he's doing it wrong. New York belongs to Don P. You can have the rest of the world. I'm good with these streets. Skyscrapers and housing buildings. I know about London, but I prefer Brooklyn. I know about Marseille, but I prefer Queens. And why you hire cops, I prefer 
serve my team. I got a powerful army. It's no need for a gun. You want hardcore rap? You fucking with the right one. This is maximum strength. It's no need for drugs. You want reality rap, homie? You got the right one. I'm strong enough to take the pain inflicted again and again. What do they call me? My name is Strong. strong you know what? Strong. Maybe once every tangerine moon, I'll be in the mood to paint the town red with your corpuscles and plasma, some violent art. These thoughts in the corners of my mind are dark, but then the Times Square lights, they switch my whole attitude. Reminds me of billions that loot. I must persist, I must pursue the rest of my success. I am not through. They tried to put my run to an end, but it sure is the point on the state building. I stand tall, wipe the dirt off. My clothes, when I fall down, I'm way too strong. This is my town, my subways and sidewalks. I done ran through these gutters like a tunnel rat park. Waist deep inside of the shit, in the midst of the action where people get hit. Look, strong enough to take the pain. Inflicted again and again. What do they call me? My name is Strong. 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 Yeah, you ain't never been touched, means you don't participate within the fuckery. You stay comfortably distant from pain affliction meanwhile i'm flirting with death she put her lipstick on the collar of my shirt next to my jugular i ain't trying to keep her i just want to fuck her when i pass through i'm too committed to life she a bitch but i love her refuse to part from her i'm destiny's child i survived it all the most high got a special plan just for me my table was set with cake for days i'm a little bit late but it's okay my future's so bright that i gotta wear shades i follow in the footsteps of ll cool j 50 and p diddy my relentless drive to thrive and prosper made me strong enough to take the pain inflicted again and again what do they call me? My name is Strong, Strong, Strong. What do they...
Come on. Pumping that fuel for all to use. Yo, we're getting rock wild on this ADOR slamming group. Stepping up to bum rush the stage. Is the crew motivated by the spark of the rage? The mic is the teacher to get you out the cage. From the get go, the critics ranted and raved. Cause hip hop was too strong. The road to the riches we began to pave. Where the body, the mind, the soul become one. Intertwined with peace and hostility, none. Is the message loud and clear? Which is the season of the year to flow into a rugged kind of tempo And what this all means is time to let yourself go It's time to get you onto this 90 delic tip I'm not a hippie but yo B I'm hip The 90 delic definition means no more self-gal Future all point, yo my brother's gonna work it out The pressure gets high, state of mind is in the foul Flip off the vibes, come on and let it all
Yo, when niggas blurtin' is flirtin' with death, I'm certain You actin' off the wall, consider yourself curtains I'm nasty, you ask me, am I disgusting? You bet, I'm like playing Russian roulette Bustin' two texts, straight shittin' I'm great spittin', get great kittin' off the great riddance I should've been born in Great Britain Instead I'm from the Michigan State Mitten I keep a nigga on his toes like he hates sittin' Know your place and get your floor erased Till you and nobody Oh, so radio, quick mic check Check, one, two Check one two, one two. Shit, I mean, bitch, put them with a magazine. Who the baddest nigga? Young Lazarus, damn dog, it's been a bit. I rise up, surprise, cause we the shit. Chilling where the flies was. Now judge haters make me nauseous. Bloggers, we get it, but we prosper. I see the storm coming, just call me Dollar. Nine months waiting, call it labor. Niggas stay sharp, call it razor. Niggas better race up or get his face taped up. And no, I'm not gangster. For niggas trying to play me like Sega You faker Thought I was soft Cause I had a blazer on But I am not being thorn I'm a mad man on a song bearing on
is upon us. Yet the past refuses to rest in its shallow grave. For those who hide behind the false image of the Son of Man shall stand before God, 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 God. It has begun the beginning of the end. Yeah. Voice of racism preaching the gospel is devilish. A fake church called the prophet Muhammad a terrorist. Forgetting God is not religion, but a spiritual bond. And Jesus is the most quoted prophet in the Quran. They bombed innocent people trying to murder Saddam. When you gave them those chemical weapons to go to war with Iran, this is the information that they hold back from Peter Jennings. Cause Condoleezza Rice is just a new age Sally Hemings. I break it down with critical language and spiritual anguish. The Judas I hang with. The guilt of betraying Christ who murdered him, stole his religion, and painted him white. Translated and psychologically tainted philosophy, conservative political right-wing ideology. Glued together sloppily, the blasphemy of a nation. Got my back to the wall, cause I'm facing assassination. Guantanamo Bay, federal incarceration. How could this be? The land of the free, home of the brave, indigenous holocaust, and the home of the slaves. Corporate America, dancing offbeat to the rhythm. You really think this country never sponsored terrorism? Human rights violations, we continue the saga. El Salvador and the Contras and Nicaragua. And on top of that, you still want to take me to prison. Just because I won't trade humanity for patriotism. It's like MK Ultra controlling your brain. Suggestive thinking, causing your perspective to change. They want to rearrange the whole point of view of the ghetto. The fourth branch of the government wants to settle a bandana Full of glittering generality Fighting for freedom and fighting terror But what's reality? Read about the history of the place that we live in And stop letting corporate news tell lies to your children Flow like the blood of Abraham Through the Jews and the Arabs Broken apart like a woman's heart Abused in the marriage The brink of holy war Bottled up like a miscarriage Embedded correspondence Don't tell the source of the tension And they refuse to even mention European intervention Or the massacres in Janine The innocent and screams, U.S. manufactured missiles and M16s, weapon contracts and corrupted American dreams, media censorship blocking out the video screens, a continent of oil kingdoms bought for a bargain, democracy is just a word when the people are starving, the average citizen made to be blind to the reason, a desert full of genocide where the bodies are freezing and the world doesn't believe that you're fighting for freedom because you fucked the Middle East and gave birth to a demon, it's open season with the CIA bugging my crib trapped in a ghetto region like a Palestinian kid where nobody gives a fuck whether you die or you live I'm trying to give the truth and I know the price is my life but when I'm gone they'll sing a song about immortal technique who beheaded the president and the princes and sheiks you don't give a fuck about us I can see through your facade like a fallen angel standing in the presence of God bitch nigga scared of the truth when it looks at you hard it's like MK Ultra Controlling your brain, suggestive thinking, causing your perspective to change. They want to rearrange the whole point of view in the ghetto. The fourth branch of the government want us to settle. A bandana full of glittering generality, fighting for freedom and fighting terror. But what's reality? Martial law is coming soon to the hood to kill you while you hanging your flag out your project window. Yeah.
fourth branch of the government, aka the media, seems to now have a retirement plan for ex-military officials, as if their opinion was at all unbiased. A machine shouldn't speak for men, so shut the fuck up, you mindless drone. And you know it's serious when these same media outfits are spending millions of dollars on a PR campaign to try to convince you they're fair and balanced when there's some of the most ignorant and racist people giving that type of mentality a safe haven. We act like we share in the spoils of war that they do. We die in wars. We don't get the contracts to make money off them afterwards. We don't get weapons contracts, nigga. We don't get cheap labor for our companies, nigga. We are cheap labor, nigga. Turn off the news and read, nigga. Read. Second, got Baghead in the building. Check, check. And, uh, check, check. We're about to chop it with him in a sec about his musicalities. Right at 6 30, so don't go anywhere. Stay locked in with us. Also, radio. Check. Staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. Yeah. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. 
four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say, take a chill, B. But fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for traps. Taking my telephone for taps. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on ya. I make big money, I drive big cars, everybody know me. It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night, something ain't right. I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights. That food that I ran off the block Or is it that nigga last week that I shot Or is it the one I beat for $5,000 Thought he had cane but it was gold Met a flower, reached under my seat Grab a papa for the suckers Ain't no use to me lying I was scared than a motherfucker Put the left in the Popeyes and bailed out quick If it's going down let's get this shit over with Here they come, just like I figured I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger When I saw make your ass start giggling Blind, crippling, crazy senior citizens. I live by the swamp. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners. My mind is playing tricks on me. Day by day, it's more impossible to cope. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous. Every Sunday morning I'm in service. Praying for forgiveness. And trying to find an exit out the business. I know the Lord is looking at me. But yet and still it's hard for me to feel happy. I often drift when I drive. Having fatal thoughts of suicide. Bang and get it over with. And then I'm worry free, but that's bullshit. I got a little boy to look after. And if I die, then my child will be a bastard. I had a woman down with me. But to me, it seems like she was down to get me. She helped me out in this shit. But to me, she was just another bitch. Now she's back with her mother. Now I'm realizing that I love her. Now I'm feeling lonely. My mind is playing tricks on me. This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and Ghetto was a trick-or-treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till an old man got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace. Took a look back, and he was right before our face. He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt. So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth. He was going down, we figured. But this wasn't no ordinary nigga. He stood about six or seven feet. Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep. So we triple teamed on him. 
dropping them motherfucking bees on them. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared, and my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as fuck on the streets. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. God damn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. Pause. DJ Jima and Baghead. Yeah. Shout out, uh, Baghead. Thanks for being here. Uh, Old Soul Radio. Back at when's the last time you were here? In a minute. Couldn't tell you. Actually, yeah. I could tell you. <laughs> but it was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, been a minute, but back now. Um, Sunday, January eighth, first. OSR back. Oh, actually, no. You were here on the first, right? Pause. Yeah, I held it down last week, played some slaps. Yeah, yeah. But um, first guest of the new year, um, growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, new project came out about five months ago now, That's almost. Crazy. You know. Like yeah. That's uh, many shows in between, much promo in between. Uh, many radio sets in between uh what's what's your main focus right now this deep into after p- releasing the album and doing everything you're doing on top of it what's my focus in terms of growth mindset or just as in general whether it be growth mindset or um, i think it's a big split between creating quality content that feels true to who I am in a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. Diversity of what kind of content I am making and it feeling like this is me. Mm-hmm. Rather than just like doing whatever and throwing things out and uh, only relying on trends. I mean, you know, as a business person, like understanding trends is important, but also I think creating your own platform, your own brand is important. And then aside from that is being a better producer, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to like musicality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been like, you know, for the first time ever, I'm using like third-party plugins, which is almost kind of embarrassing to admit and say, but like, you know, like maybe a month ago, I got like, um, I got Omnisphere, I got some FabFilter Utilities, I got uh, RC20, so just implementing those and getting away from only using stock plugins with the machine, which is what I use. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been heavy on not using samples, not because I don't like samples and I want to stop, just because like, once again, like something used to doing and mm-hmm. I don't generally go to naturally so I think I'm just trying to push myself to um, find that balance of like retaining like furthering my sound mm-hmm. while also being pushing myself to adapt and like have the ability that what any producer mm-hmm. could have you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. spread, spread that way mm-hmm. and kind of that back and forth 
how do you think you've been exercising that to to expand practice mm-hmm. you know like i said like not using samples and using keys and sound selection uh with only synths and keys and not because usually my sound selection will be i like this sound. Mm-hmm. um but now it's kind of more like i need this sound and this bass with this bass layered on top of that bass and i want this synth you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just practice. Just putting that, putting everything I just said into practice. Mm-hmm. Using those plugins and like looking up some videos about how to use them, and then getting back and just doing weird scientists and just tweaking them out, going back and doing the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Without, you know, it's a tough balance because I got so much on my plate. So even just being consistent with having myself make beats is one thing, and then mm-hmm. on top of that, of like pushing myself to be in frustrating positions. So that's a big thing is like putting myself in positions where I know I'll be frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like today, I was using um, uh, Omnisphere. Yeah. Omnisphere is dense. You, know, like you have complete access to manipulating every aspect of the, like the sound waves. Mm-hmm. You, know? mm-hmm. you layer a bunch of sound waves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like I can like get a grasp of what it is I'm doing, but I also can be very aware of like that. Like mm-hmm. That's beyond my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt, because in the past, I feel like when I was faced with that, I was like, this is yeah. Yeah. And now I'm like, nah, like I'm just gonna sit here and be hella confused and tweak mm-hmm. and then call it and then lay down and lay down and go to the next thing and start to get frustrated that mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll go back to like I need to go to YouTube and look up like atmosphere intro. Yeah. And like get some basic and then go back to yeah. like discovering on my own. Yeah. Um, What's been the most frustrating thing with Omnisphere so far for you? Um it's like its own, it's its own dog, mm, you know, like mm-hmm. navigating and understanding what each um, button does mm-hmm. and how it relates to the other button before it, and mm-hmm. how to get to the next page and how that page relates. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, you know, I've been doing this shit for 10 years, so like, it's not like, I'm, it's not rocket science to me, but it is like a progression that mm-hmm. I'm learning, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. Which is, like, I just wish I did more. Yeah. But I'm also happy that like. Yeah. Five years ago. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Years, yeah. You know? Well, on the topic of growth mindset, too, what do you think is the biggest thing you learned in this project, both technically and um, process wise, for both putting out the music and everything? Oh, just in terms of like releasing music? Yeah, releasing or like everything that goes in planning the album. And then on top of that, what's the biggest like musically, you know, like, you know, technically driven Um, thing you've learned? From like business perspective, marketing perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what is good content to you? You said that earlier. What is. Um, I feel like, let's say I were to. Like, so I've been releasing a bunch of beat tapes, right? And yeah. I feel like lazy content is me just, like, taking the iPhone, ca- using the iPhone camera, capturing the audio live from the camera, and just playing the beat. It's all weird. And upload 15 of those videos. Yeah. Um, whereas what I've been doing is, like, um, well, Irene helped me. Transfer, like, the real live, like, the actual audio over to iPhone app. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm what it is I'm doing in the beat or like talking about my thoughts. Cause I think with content, people want to 
understand, like what is, especially for a musician, they want to enjoy the music, but they also want to get a feel of like feeling the music. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you know, that, like my perspective on motivation, or my yeah. perspective on doubt. So I say a bunch of, I make up a random story about like radical politics, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, just to like offer viewers like something to engage. Yeah. And when I talk about this, I kind of <coughs> like coming to fucking TikTokers, you know. Um, but I feel like at any point in music, any in the history of music, especially in the modern day, like marketing has always been important. In how are you going to create things in the world? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And so it's always a split between dope. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what I was saying about um, make sure, wanting to make sure that what I am putting out is very true. Mm-hmm. You're doing things mm-hmm. um, That's been the biggest blessing is that like I can have a really dope, like the short film. I love yeah, that yeah, short yeah, film yeah. I put out, yeah. but I need to make content that promotes the short film in a way that mm-hmm. people want to. Oh, and click on it. Mm-hmm. If you just post one video one time, you might get 80, 300 people. Mm-hmm. Maybe half of them will click the link. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to find a way to consistently promote what it is you love. And love life. Mm-hmm. I really like this. And it can be as simple as like taking like 10 to 10 to 15 30 second clips mm-hmm. video <coughs> um, and presenting it in like a directly pleasing way. Yeah. That can be also simple. Yeah. Well, with all the promotional content you do put out, have you noticed any set of videos that outperform others? Yeah. Um, lately, <coughs> my I've been posting. You know, I definitely learned a lot from watching posts mm-hmm. like six to seven times a day. Off yeah. From Whitney, he's a social media consultant. Uh-huh. The first thing they post every day at six a.m. is a tweet. You know, so I kind of took uh, that and ran with it, and like right. I'm basically doing the same thing. The first thing I do in the morning. Is Post or tweet Instagram. Right, right, right. And I've been adding my own little flavor. It's like it's my own voice. I'm doing my own little thing. A little like a cool video or like a video that I took myself. Yeah. I'm posting that. Put my music. Yeah. And I'll pick a beat that I feel like kind of matches. And people like those. Yeah. Because you know? it's like I posted one today about hate, catch yourself and tell yourself to shut up and do better. Right. Or I posted one about like, are you? I said like. Really doing what you're gonna say you do, or are you just high? Right, right. Saying, you know, like yeah. Who are you talking to? <laughs> she she's that's very direct. That, like the, I thought when you had asked me what the biggest lesson I learned was, yeah. Um, outside of technical and business, is that like growth mindset? Yeah, like I'm talking all about like push yourself and yeah. face the uncomfortable situations. Don't treat. Anyways, I need that right because I I dropped growth mindset and I was like I'm not using social. Right. And I'm not doing it because I'm nervous about the frustration that will come up right. when I do that. Right. So you like talking to yourself so I'm, like, in a way. I'm talking to myself, but like I also get mad when I see shit that I'm like, I'm not doing. You see I'm, shit I'm like what? See people I'm going to I'm going to do this and this this year. I'm going to drop this. I'm going to. You don't even know uh, what oh, I'm going to do. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're getting high off saying that. <coughs> right. You think people will see you as that and then. Right, right. Um, 
are hating. Okay. Yeah. Some people are way more <laughs> verbal about it. Way more like, all tactics and Yeah. And I feel like, you know, like I've, I'm like, no ways like, set long term music. Mm-hmm. I think I will, but I'm not quite there yet. But with FNG, I feel like I'm Nothing mm-hmm. crazy, but enough to be like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and clearly you just enjoy it. That could be, that can, I get angry, but I'm just like, it's sad. Because like, right. I get it. Right. I just wish people would take that extra step to be right. like, what they're doing is dope. Right. They're not everything. Yeah. I can be a part of it, mm-hmm. and I will be in my own way if I just continue. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of spending all that time like, put anybody on. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we do, mm-hmm. you know, but not you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it ever make you question your own, um, your own strength? What part? To be a part of, I don't know, to be a part of something so big, um, mm-hmm. and then you know you have all these opinions. I mean, you know, you're making not making people upset but you're saying like you know you hear things or whatever oh, you know yeah. like do you like how often do you question yourself in all of this all the time. in moving forward all the time i mean yeah. like presenting myself five to six times a day on a social media app yeah. like yeah it makes me question everything like, yeah is this me <laughs> yeah am i doing it yeah. um be liked am i doing it to stand out am i like yeah. getting my energy out in a healthy way mm-hmm. in an unhealthy way mm-hmm. is it business savvy is it not mm-hmm. and i think it's like a yes or no you know, mm-hmm. like I do want to be liked. I am doing it for a real life. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care about what they think, but I also do care about what they think. Yeah. I'm just like this outsider. Like if I were to stop and try to figure it out, yeah. I would just not care. Right. Yeah. And posting is just one <coughs> example. Yeah. I mean, you know, also you hear all the time like you're not doing it right if you don't upset a few people. You know. Yeah, what I mean? and I'm not trying to upset people, and that's no, why I also get like, damn, like if I post this, like I feel like there might be a handful of people who think I'm crazy. I'm not. <laughs> like, it's just like yeah. things I've picked up in my mind that I yeah. carry with me and then at some point like I just want to put it out because I feel like everyone relates yeah well I, I mean I think my goal is for people to be like damn that is me damn he right. is right right like maybe it's a good thing like, damn like I've hated before yeah 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 and I know that I need to do better yeah it's an invitation for yeah. self-reflection regardless yeah. and um, the people who are most bothered or upset by it may sometimes be the people that need to hear it the most and understand it the most you know like that type vibe (laughs) yeah i was just gonna add uh yeah anyone who like feels um like they're being spoken to or whatever like anybody's post it's really just a projection of their feelings right right? yeah on on what what's going on right yeah that's hella real huh that's hella real yeah yeah and like even if i was like i think people would take it as like i'm i don't this is me assuming that I just think it's very pertinent that we become stronger together. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not just me, but everyone just kind of like having these conversations. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. social media is a very strong way that we can all like engage in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's a very like humanized way of conversation, but we are human engaging in it. Mm-hmm. So it does open the platform to some version of the conversation. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's hard to be it's not a very or it's hard to be critical on that yeah. platform because you can't really get across like yeah. intention is easily you know by yeah. like comments or whatever you know you but know, like yeah. but in that vein of you know being becoming stronger like it's going to take people having a thicker skin too to yeah. take the criticism that they need to and to welcome environments where people can speak those criticisms yeah. more freely you know without you know with an understanding that it's not an attack but like a <clears throat> you know like a a growth thing you know yeah. learning experience yeah. or you know maybe and then they could be wrong too you know yeah. like but no i mean there's plenty of things that i've like posted or like on the platform that they're talking about like yeah. and then like <laughs> or do you is there anything you would like disagree with now that you put um, you know <clears throat> i can't think of anything off toss but i do think it's like i i feel like you know you've known me for a long time mm -hmm. like, especially when dedicated to those who came out i know what i was hyper like um artists i need to talk about revolution mm -hmm. people need to talk about revolution mm -hmm. criticize capitalism criticize racism mm -hmm. criticize all the isms recognize our privilege and our struggle mm -hmm. and i still feel like that mm -hmm. but i feel like the way i was going about it was training and um, preaching training to you or to training the people to listening yeah, yeah. and i've seen a lot of social justice organizers <clears throat> who have been doing it for years exhausted which makes sense because mm, they're right. engaging in these like deals that are heavy yeah um and I don't disagree with, like, I mean, maybe, like, small... Anyways, I don't disagree with the fact that I care about that and I want to push that message. Right. I think I'm just figuring out how to do it in a way that um, is healthy, is inclusive, mm -hmm. and healthy and inclusive. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, sometimes, like, when we talk about... I feel like when I've seen, like, knowledgeable, wise people speak on these subjects, it can often feel like like sounding mm. in an echo chamber and mm -hmm, you're not really mm -hmm. getting to anybody mm -hmm. um and it also feels like it's easy to be on a high horse mm -hmm. and be like you don't know about the black panthers <laughs> you fucking <Right>. idiot <laughs> um yeah. instead of creating a conversation that's like welcoming to those who know <coughs> a lot mm -hmm. those who don't know anything mm -hmm. those who have privilege mm -hmm. all that shit you know where do you think you're getting that out the most with what you're putting out um well, that's what I've been wrecking. I feel like dedicated to those who was like hyper focused on social issues. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of like emotion. Mm -hmm. It was emotionally charged, mm -hmm. but like the, the short film was all about gentrification in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. The emotions attached to it, but the subject was gentrification in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Um, a lot of the sound bites that I used were emotion based, but they talked about radical movement, radical politics, white mm -hmm. supremacy, mm -hmm. all that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and growth mindset was a big step towards just internal like mm -hmm. um take the mask off mm -hmm. uh, push yourself to be a stronger person and mm -hmm. being uncomfortable is natural and it's okay mm -hmm. love your you know like more emotion based without any um direct linkage to like the external world mm -hmm. and i'm trying to get back to like some medium ground and i think i've been making beat videos where i talk about the need to focus on love as like a radical idea unconditional love as necessary and how that can be a catapult if you want to start to start to research who the Zapatistas are. 
and want to research like what your lineage is and how does it play into like the the land you're on. What is like the mayoral decisions and how does that affect the municipality? You know what I mean? Like want to care about mm-hmm. what is around you because um, you love this world, you love this life that you're living. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Or off course from what you might want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And like how like how mandatory do you feel that is to i mean for you it seems very um you know you can't have your artistry without that element involved but how mandatory is that for just art in general do you think and artists i don't i don't i don't know Mm. i think i'm still figuring it out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think i've gone through a very back and forth where um I really believe that like artists that just build joy mm-hmm. with music and spaces that are filled with joy, I think that's mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think and I think my thinking is that what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What do we take mm-hmm. like I'm not even convinced that I need to play my role in like illuminating the ways ways in which our is but I also do know that I I don't think it's mandatory at all for any artist, anyone mm-hmm. to do anything. I think if people are to focus on love, and what comes up for you when you focus on love, you're probably going to end up in love. Mm-hmm. 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 Why is it not? Mm-hmm. What, can, what role can I play? Mm-hmm. You know, if, I'm, if I'm a chef, mm-hmm. how can I do my role? And I think some people just want to um, be a dope person shine through and I think that's important too. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are like we're really comfortable with just like problems mm-hmm. and the way it affects the way I interact with people. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck it. I'll go be a drunk or I'll go be mm-hmm. not doing my shit right. Mm-hmm. And I think just in general that I think that's a side effect of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just not mm-hmm. reason you feel so heavy, whatever it may be legacies of all sorts you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean on the topic of you're talking about making spaces um I guess spaces like open spaces pretty much but just in like you you would call your like you've been event organizing for heavily for the past year or two so in that too what are some of the big things you've learned and think you've grown in that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, process. FNG, not FNG by itself, but, like, what I've, like, seen with yeah. the spaces we create with FNG is, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, guiding me towards what my answer is going to be. Mm-hmm. What my role is. And mm-hmm. I was, like, I talked about it a little bit in the Growth Mindset short film where I was, like, talking to Mike about one of the chap- the first chapel show we did mm-hmm. where it was a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it felt really beautiful. Selfishly, because, like, look at us. We did this and selflessly because like look at all these people who were happy that person who I know is talking to this person this person I know from middle school is saying what's up and then they're talking to this artist and like I know that all these connections are being made there's conversations about racism and there's conversations about food there's conversations about Tupac and there's conversations about Playboy Cart there's like there's just like communities being built um, and I feel like in our modern day world with capitalism and, and like every time I talk about this stuff, I'm just like I don't. Even, I want to find a more poignant way to point it out, but I think it's 
live in a capitalistic world mm-hmm. where um, we don't – the priority is not uh, community of population. The, pr- the priority is make money, keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Make money, put it in your wallet. That's all it is. So with that being the priority, like there's not going to be much – so when we do these things, I'm like, there's love. This is the priority right now. Have fun, enjoy the, enjoy the music, enjoy the beauty of life. Feel like, like creating spaces where you're the priority. Um, mm. When I feel like outside the priority is hurting us, hurting, has been hurting everyone. What's that dude's name? Adam Smith. Um, <laughs> what? Adam Smith is like the first dude to like theorize about what capitalism. Oh uh, yeah. He was like he basically he, like, he coined the term um <laughs> coined the term uh the invisible <coughs> hand of capital. The visible hand of capital. So I'm like basically the idea of like no matter what you do in this society, in some way you are thinking about value. Thinking about capital. It doesn't have to be money, it's just you are trying to accrue value. That's mm-hmm. all the society is built to do. And it comes up in everything we I look cool and want to have friends so we get capital on our social media ads. Want to like have money so we do everything to get a raise and it doesn't matter what the career career is as long as like we're getting that money. Well, isn't, you know, your quality of life and your standards for it, the, you know, that that holds value as well. I agree, but I think that becomes secondhand to capital. Mm. I think quality of life doesn't hold a lot of Mm. The, the well, it, the, it's expensive, you know. Right, but then it becomes like my quality of life is fire because I live in a crazy <coughs> house and I go travel everywhere and I just do crazy right, stuff that's hella right. expensive. Where it's like, what mm-hmm. if someone is just like at peace? They work nine to five, right? Or they're just happy. That doesn't have a lot of value because there's no money attached. There's no mm-hmm. Object. There's no car that. Well, it's well. uh happiness is just subjective you know yeah so so how do you place value a, a universal value on a subjective yeah and i thing? think that's a good uh, observation like i think i just feel like there is some universal middle ground of understanding that where we're at now mm-hmm. yeah no d- definitely yeah yeah for sure i mean and even you know these shows you're creating at the end of the day you still have to consider how are we going to do the next yeah. one. And that's my next part too. But like, yeah. I don't want to be my high horse and stun people. You just need capital. No, yeah, for sure. I get it, bro. Like I'm in this shit too, and I, I'm yeah. fully entrenched, fully about it. Yeah. I just know there's something else there that I think is important. I, I mean, but I think there's also uh, something to be recognized when people hold that down. Like I need to you know i guess just make money like i need to make money on this but to like be inclusive about it is like look we're trying to get to that level so it's kind of working towards it but if it's like you know if it it just sucks when you have to when you feel like that drive is stronger than you within you than the people immediately around you in that situation you know does that make sense like when you're when you're when you want to lay down that like universal agreement, like, yeah, we're in this to make money at the end of the day, but let's do it like to, together and like, you know, make it good. 
but when you're pushing that harder than the people around you immediately, you feel like you're letting that drive your intention over the actual, like, you know, quote unquote culture of it. Right. So like, um, that, you know, that's just why it can be kind of hard to hold that line down, you know, and uncomfortable, you know, but yeah, I mean, it is, yeah, but that's why I'm blessed. Like, I mean, within FNG, but not just FNG, like, my folks, like, yeah. like, we've all, I feel like we're all at a point where we're hungry. Like mm-hmm. we love, like we love going on trips. Yeah, we love being. Yeah, I should say more people. Mm-hmm. People love our gifts because we enjoy making. Them. Mm-hmm. We have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and people mm-hmm. are happy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then value comes. Lights mm-hmm. come and the mm-hmm. come from the stage. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even this year, I'm more like I don't. I gotta be smart and be like I can just pull off that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just. Mm-hmm. Make the vision larger. Mm-hmm. You be making spreadsheets and shit. Um. <laughs> no, I just be fucking mm-hmm. texting <laughs> hella fucking people about this number and that number and. Yeah. yeah I, got I got DMs. <laughs> yeah, no, it's real. Like, um, yeah, my fuck. Like the way I coordinate is like, there's strength there, but there's also chaos. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just be texting this person, and DMing that person, yeah. and emailing that person, and DMing the same person I just emailed. Yeah. You know? What What's something inherent with like hip hop event culture that you wish would change? Ooh. Like for uh, me, just the awk- social awkwardness. Huh. I think naturally. You know, like if you look at fucking like animals in the jungle and they see a different animal, like what the fuck? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, you know, naturally, like we just feel a little awkward around people we don't know, but I think it's heightened in this world where, like, yeah. once again, social value, capital is everything. So if for a second you think you look weird, it's yeah. the end of the world. I, I think that's strong within just hip hop yeah. in general, too. I, I, I agree. I mean, anything, but like hip hop is a like, reflection of that. Yeah, and, and but like if you look at different. Like each kind of cult, music culture has its own culture to it, and like hip hop is definitely a lot more like, uh, I guess just standoffish sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um. For sure. You know. And there's different reasons attached to that. Yeah. 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 I don't. I'm not even talking. I I agree, but I think I'm more talking about like. Well, you know. No, you're right. I think people use sometimes often are standoffish. And they look menacing, yeah. but they're just. I mean, myself included, you know. what I mean, but yeah, that also my go-to face yeah, is like I don't care about anything. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, if I don't do yeah. this, I'm gonna yeah. look weird. Yeah. So I've been like, I always force myself <laughs> to th- remind, or I always remind myself when I'm in like uh, public settings, especially like at shows. Yeah. I'm like, if I catch myself feeling awkward, yeah. I'm like, don't pull out my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. fake yawn. Don't that, that's just stand there and like. That's just admitting defeat, pulling yeah. out the phone right yeah, there. Yeah, like, like, unless you have something to actually do, yeah. that's like I'm. And it happens often. Down, it happens. Know? I always pull up the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's always something for me to do, but like part of it I know is like I'm just doing this because I don't want to stand there. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. trying to get more comfortable. Like, you think you're cool, bro? 
it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Like we feel weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's definitely higher. It's like more intense for some people than others. You know, like yeah. Some people really struggle with this. So it's hard. Know. It's hard to enforce your yeah. like actual comfort yeah. with a situation. Yeah. You know, wherever it's but. I've yeah. just noticed that there are some shows with like you can tell there's like a sense of warmth and people yeah. a little more free to like move yeah. and yeah. Like, just strike up a conversation. Yeah. And there's some there's some shows I've been to and that we've thrown where like I, especially in the beginning it just like it feels like you're just like yeah yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah yeah which is natural humans yeah. are humans you know yeah, what I mean yeah. but I think just like I like that we're pushing this culture like we are family yeah all of us yeah break bread yeah have fun get comfortable you know you know what my thing is that I want to see change. Huh. Hip hop time, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Talk can we start? Can we start doing things on time? Bro, like, can I'm we start getting places boat. when we say? I mean, you know, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm not perfect either. You know, it happens. Right. But if we all push that. Come on, man. Like, we could, I, we could, you know. I'm like the self-proclaimed <laughs> I don't mom think, of FNG. I don't think it's going to happen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Hip-hop yeah, time, no. CPT time is the same See, thing. That's, <laughs> I'm like, bro, just be professional. Yeah, it's be professional. Be professional, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. show up when you say you're going to show up because yeah. that's respectful to yourself and yeah. the others you are working with. Yeah. And for me, I've noticed that la- that goes a long way. It does. When I'm professional over email and I show up when I say I'm going to show up and yeah. I do what I say I'm going to do, it holds weight because so many motherfuckers are yeah. lazy as fuck. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I'm fr- sorry, man. I was just on Instagram <laughs> and then yeah. someone called me. And so I'm 45 minutes yeah. late, bro, <laughs> for the seventh time this week. I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, But also when you're in that environment and you're on top of it and like your place is on time, like you stand out so much more, you yeah. know, like it really, it sticks. It also you know? just gets shit done. Yeah. Like, like yeah. So many shows, I'm like, there's issues because we didn't start 45 minutes Right, earlier. right, right. It's 9 p.m. and doors are opening and we need 10 more minutes. This would have been done if we came an hour earlier. Yeah. You know? Sometimes so. you can't help it. You know, sometimes yeah. you, like, go to a spot and they're like, oh, we're still wrapping yeah. up a show. But no matter what, like, if you show up on time, yeah. you have more time to figure out. Exactly. Issues, you know? Yeah, yeah. More prep is and like Also, like, technical difficulties are way more stressful when you have two minutes. Yeah. When you have two hours and, like, nothing's working, you're like, all right. Yeah. Figure this out. Yeah. Have time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, nah, like. Yeah. What? Can I get a time check? 7.02. 7.02? Okay. Should we get into a little bit of music? A little bit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before we get into that, though, yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about the music. Yeah, yeah. So I know for me, hearing growth mindset mm. is hella different than the first project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, as a, as a, what is it? Just a music fan, I guess. Like, I would prefer dedicated to yeah. those who just because like think those those beats resonated more with me right yeah um so like listening to growth mindset i kind of i kind of honestly like going into it, i was like okay for sure like i knew it was going to be different but i didn't expect how different right you know what i'm saying so like when i heard it i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i can't rap to any of these <laughs> which i can but they're not like a lot of those beats weren't yeah. like like because you know it's a beat tape it's a beat instrumental album right like i listen to all those projects the same way like would i rap to this beat and if right. i would i think it's sick and there's some and there's beats that i i would hear and i yeah. know i wouldn't rap to it and i still think it's sick but with this project specifically like just listening through it all the way through um there was only like two like that stood out to me that would have been like oh i want these you know yeah um but and the like but ultimately like the the album isn't just like a beat tape for rappers to pick beats from right it's yeah. an actual album and right. so i recognize that too and like i was just wondering if you could kind of talk about that right. process of creating the second album and mm-hmm. like if you know you intentionally wanted to make 
this type of sound? Yeah. Um, I feel like it was intentional just in, in the sense that, like, I was trying to go somewhere else. And it's funny, like, now when I'm making, like, my new content, like, I'm going back to dedicated to those two. I'm like, dude, this shit is sick. Like, Hell yeah. Like, I'm almost liking that shit more. Um, yeah. Mostly because so. I've been away from that style for so long, you know, and that's my roots is, like, sample, boom bap, crunchy, knowledge, deal with Mad Lib, you know. And this was me. I'm hella competitive. Like, this is this would be a good clip. Fucking, I remember when I first started making beats at Soda, the first rappers were you and Gable, and Adeyemi was older than me. And yep. he'd been making beats for longer, and he yep. had a more like bass sound. It was cleaner. The, the the mixes were dope. I was just learning. My shit was like fucked up and weird. Yeah. And people liked his shit more. And I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, fuck I didn't. Fuck. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, that and I still have that fucking like I, I just like fuck everybody. I know I have the genius in me. I just gotta figure it out and convince them and show them. And I, they don't see it. God damn it. I have like Kanye West in me. You know what I mean? Um, I don't need more. And I th- <laughs> <laughs> and um and I fucking love Ade. Like I'm an influence. And also, that kind of those kinds of feelings make me understand that like I look up to these people. Like I'm influenced, um, and I'm humbled by how dope they are. You know, and like one in like the technical ability to like manipulate sound, and two in like in the originality of the sound they have. Um, so growth mindset was me. I got, you know, I'm listening to a lot of Playboy Cardi and I'm listening to like uh, Candy Beats and I'm listening to Monty Booker and, and Smino. I'm listening to, um, I'm just like, I need to be, I need to do everything. And I'm also around like this like renaissance of Bay Area movement and there's more bounce and I'm more boom bappy, you know? And I'm trying to find that bounce of like, I don't want to like just change my sound just to fit in, but I do want to show people that, look, you can bounce like this. That's like, did you forget in Candle Water? Or me using like 808s and like trappy drums, but over like weird dark samples. And I'm like, look, like you can bounce over this. And that's why I've been doing so many remixes. I'm like, you can listen to Meek Mill over something different, you know. And you can listen to um, Mac Dre or E40 or Mr. Fab. There's something, something slightly different. That's why I like the Pilo album so much because he has a couple songs where it's like, especially um, Stunna Anthem. No, not Stunna Anthem. It's um, it's like a, it's a song that's just like it's a sample, no drums. You know what I mean? And he's just kind of like. Doing like spoken word poetry rap vibes over it. See, like we are more than just one thing. Um, so I think growth growth mindset was me just like trying new stuff, trying to be weird on purpose. You know, like reversing samples and tweak and like adding a bunch of effects to it to make it like really warbly and like crunchy and weird. And adding drums where the snare is kind of off, just to like see what could happen. Try to get away from like my the sound I was comfortable with. The uh, the titles. Uh, I'm forgetting the title right now, but what was the project you put out? I th- I don't remember if it was between dedicated to those or and and growth mindset or if it was like right after growth mindset. But you put like like the two beat tapes I put out. Yeah, the the one B and B volume two. No, no, no. Um, there's the one. The one oh, on the baggage. Bench. Baggage. Baggage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that, that was actually you were heavier on like me trying to do like kind of bouncy like it was still like low like like mellow vibes sample based but there was more of a bounce to it yeah like that that one to me seemed kind of like a lot more like this is you know on trying new things it seemed like a like a things that didn't make the official cut type of project not even no um it's funny like it's for me it's just timing like i basically was like 
Dedicated came out like a year ago, year and a half. And I also had COVID, and I was like, I need, I just want to drop something, bro. I have all these, I've made so much stuff, I made so many beats. Like, I know that if I wait till the next album drop, these are never going to see the light of day. So I was like, I'm dropping them now, you know? Just different. I don't know. Like, it's just like, I can't even, like, I can I can go down the list of producers I'm inspired by, and I think you, you if I tell them, like, I already said some of them, like, you can kind of see the influence, but it's just like, it's me being very intentional about changing my sound. Yeah. Just trying new stuff. Because I can chop up samples on the one, the two, the three, the four for an eight-bar phrase and flip it in a crazy way and, like, some dusty drums and some weird percussion forever and i honestly miss that a little bit but i also want to be able to do everything so mm-hmm. i'm just going to push my, my my creativity in like ways that i don't really do mm-hmm. yeah i mean you did put out that list uh the other day of mm-hmm. like you know your 2022 yeah. producers or somehow like what were the categories that were considered putting that list together um, style and consistency. Like, if I like the sound and if I feel like you're working hard, um, you know, that's it. You know, if like <laughs> those are all producers that I've seen in the last year, like working to be a producer, and I also like enjoy thoroughly the sounds that are coming out. You know, and I think there's originality in it. And you can also tell, like, there's an Adiemi and there's a soundtrack in there. Um, and Adiemi and soundtrack are fucking totally different. You right, know. Right in the genre of hip-hop and i think my music kind of reflects the fact that like i listen to a lot of stuff you know i think i met soundtrack at hyro day black dude yeah yeah you, you, uh, met, you met him at yeah he oh, was yeah, with i, th- I think Did i saw him <laughs> no i don't think so it's funny he's uh his uh his his fits have been getting cleaner he's friends <laughs> with in the last year he's got some more he got some more producer money he's getting some followers <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh no, not at maybe not a higher day. I think he was at the studio at Tico or something. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, he rocks with Tico. Yeah. Tico. Yeah. Tico's nasty. Yeah, I th- on yeah the, that on was that list. Soundtrack is probably end. like the producer I look up to the most. That shit is fucking disgusting. Like he's a him and Will Randolph are the kind of producers that when I listen to them, I'm like, <laughs> I should quit. Yeah. You know. Trying uh, to talk about your battles. Oh hell yeah! That was actually a, that was a big moment of growth mindset for me. Like I had gone to the battle one. Um, Will Randolph does battles, and right. I don't, and I knew there'd be a huge gap there, you know, right. just in terms of like, you know, building beats to be um, boisterous yeah. and, and like and flexing on someone uh, through, see, through yeah, sound yeah. beats. Right, you know? right, right, right. Like yeah. a big part of like, he won, he won square. But a big one of the factors was the fact that he had all these sound bites that were like kung fu sounds. He was flipping. Songs the he was using <laughs> yeah. acapellas from songs that I made. He was using acapellas from the from FNG members. Um, he was taking movie clips and rap bars to talk about how you're a bitch, pussy boy, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, suck my dick. <laughs> and I was there to be like, beat. You're like, yeah. And I knew that, so I knew that was gonna happen. I was yeah. like, I didn't honestly, I did not know he was gonna flip FNG members in, in, in A1. And it wasn't that until sh- like 15 seconds weird. until that the A1 flip. I was like. That's dirty. That was all of us. And yeah. like that's what yeah. like I have I have no history in doing battle stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but so aside from that part of it, yeah. musically, um, I was just like, let me just do my best to be a, a, a competitor with the music. You know, I know it's not gonna shine through probably because not how it works. But in my mind, I just want to like challenge myself that way. You know, big part of his arrangement. You know, like I'm I'm pretty. I got a bad habit of just like making a fire loop. You know, like, all right, cool. Next one. I'll come back later. Um, and I think 
uh, lately I've been pushing that a little more. All right, I got this loop. I could do this a little bit. All right, next loop, all right, and I can do change the drum. You know, just basic shit. Um, so it all came to a head with my fucking sound. I mean, yeah, that was some bullshit with the sound. I, honestly, in the moment, I was like really hard on myself, and I was like, my mixes are just not strong enough to compete with the level of his mix, and my mastering tools that I'm using are not strong enough. And that's probably part of it. Like now, I use like a Sonics, like an Oxford inflator from Sonics, and I use like decaps K clip. It's a, li- a limiter, a loudness limiter tool, and that's giving me way more. Um, Air and crunchiness and loudness on my beats, you know. But that came after this big loss, I guess. Ever feel like that. Um, but I realized that in hindsight, like, my shit was fucked up. Like, my shit, like, as much as I was, like, I think his masters were louder and clean and crispier, that drastic difference wasn't accurate to what it was, you know. And, like, yeah. I, I, I try to force myself to, like, don't say that because you're just making excuses. But, like, that was part of it. And that been it hurt more, but I think that's what the universe had in store for me, you know? Well, it was I was meant to feel like you. I left that room, and I went to my car for a second, and I just sat there like, yeah. took an L publicly in front of all my friends and people I don't know about something that I do, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, like, sat in it. Like, yeah. I'm going to get through this. Yeah. I'm going to come back. And yeah. You know? yeah, definitely yeah. a learning experience and growing of the mindset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I would, I would, I would have done it again. You know what I mean? I think the only part I was bummed about because of the loudness. I would have felt like I was excited for a showcase of greatness, you know. Right. And I feel like a little bit, if it was louder, it would have felt like yes, he's he's like battling my ass off, and I'm not quite crazy. Oh, this beat's crazy. It would have oh, been a, a closer. And it's more like ah, oh, it's, it's quiet. That's just crazy. This yeah. is hella quiet. I know. Yeah, because Will Randolph was like, "Turn this shit up, yeah. bro." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, he knew. You know, like he yeah. knew that it was. It was like skewed yeah. because of the sound problem. But he's an amazing producer. Not just because of the battle techniques. I mean, the battle techniques shows you that he's a producer's producer because, like, that's part of producing. Well, you got to be able to make what it is you're doing. Yeah, you know? he could. It could have been like the way he put that set together was. The same way that like a DJ would put a battle set yeah, together, you exactly. know, like very yeah. similar. You like know, it could a DJ would have been doing the same yeah. thing. And it was definitely focused on like aggression and competitiveness, but yeah. like that was an EP. He played an EP. Like if you release oh, like all the music you put, you put out, out yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. you can like sit there and listen to. Like oh, yeah, for real. Oh that voice, that little thing. Bro, I kind of wanted to hear those remixes. Again. I know. <laughs> he has them out. He put them out on. Uh, oh, he did. He put some reels. I think I did see something. Ooh. I don't know. We had a Zoom call afterwards. Though. We'll find oh, yeah. it. We'll find it. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. play yeah. it right now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, man, I'm I'm like really happy that I did that for a couple of reasons. But the big one, I was like, in terms of me talking about, there's a lot of people who like might have critiques about whatever. I'm like, have you ever taken a public L like that and put right. yourself in a position where you yeah. would take a public L like that and then lost like you thought you might <laughs> and then continued on? I don't think you. Ha- I think. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's done that. Well, that's not true. I don't. There's a lot of people that I. There's not many people I know who have taken that risk. You know. Yeah. So I'm proud of myself for doing it, especially when I knew it was like I'm probably gonna get my ass beat. Yeah. Publicly, you know. And I was like, fuck it. If I say no, I won't fucking find out, and I won't experience that loss. You know. Yeah. You'll no, definitely I mean, do better in the next battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in your next battle. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't. You know, like. Bom- you know, bombing is a fucking rite of passage in many ways yeah you know what i mean like, <laughs> hell yeah and it's also like i could have like because re- like i don't really care to battle that much it's yeah it doesn't yeah. like excite me yeah. it is dope to watch but like i don't yeah. just like my heart is not in it 
uh, um, excuses. I'm not excuses. He is. That's <laughs> why that was my excuse. Was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. And like, even now, I'm like, I don't really care if I do it again. Like, yeah. I just I did it. And like, yeah. if I do do it again, I have some like fucking yeah. prior history to understand yeah, yeah. what it is is expected of me or yeah. what my what a winner might do. Yeah. Um, but I'm not I'm not even thinking like that. I'm just like, I went and lost Loki on purpose. Not on purpose. <laughs> not on purpose. I mean, like, I went to, in a situation where I was like, I'm probably gonna lose, yeah. and I didn't say no. You know. Yeah. And I tried hard. I tried my hardest. Like, I yeah. sat there for hours, and I tweaked arrangement, and I mis- yeah. I mixed with mixes, and I tried to add, you know, I did a, yeah. a bunch of shit. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't half-ass nothing. Yeah, no. All right, speaking of half-assing, let's hear your beats. No. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. My friend. Just my kidding. Friend. All right, what you got for us? What you going to play for uh, us here, Satch? Because you know, know we have to bring it. you in, in, but you have to play some music, too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. my machine is going out to the MacBook no, Pro. I I turned you up on the sub mix like, now. Yeah. About to have a little live beat session with uh-huh. Baghead Maybe here. If we figure out what's going on. Serato. I hear it. Is there like a weird pan going on? Cause it's coming in weird. Yeah. It's a, it's a compression. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm down to play some music. Uh, I'm down to, like, kind of shit. You could do a breakdown, too, if you yeah, want. You could talk about, like, some of the tracks that you're, yeah. you know, you thought. Let's see. I mean, I can, so, you got the intro, right? Is it loud enough? Yeah. It's, it's really compressed, so. If it, gets, if it goes below a certain pressure, it just cuts exactly off. What we practiced here. During my years of learning to grow good, I made lots of mistakes, more than I care to admit to. But I wrote them all down and figured out the solution. So that intro, right? That intro is like a dude being like, welcome to go 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 you know? Um, and he's like, you know, in my in my like time of learning to grow good, and like I kind of stutter his voice, because he's saying like, in my time to learn to grow good roses, but I was just like, I kind of stopped it, so it sounds like he's saying, like, in my time of learning to grow good, um, I've made lots of mistakes, and I'm here to tell you everything I've learned and everything I'm telling you, things that I've implemented. And that's me finding a video of some dude talking about how he's good, like a rose garden. He's a, he, he grows roses, you know? Um, but I was, like, looking up just, like, subjects that were about growth. And so my idea of the intro was, like, this is my experience about the best way to grow, and I'm going to offer you what I've learned. And I'm everything I'm telling you that I've learned about. And what I'm telling you to do is shit that I put into practice myself, you know. And then that plays, right? He comes on. I'll let it play for a second. It's about a spark. It's about a spark. It's like growth is all about finding like that, like that. The f- where do you want to grow? Like, if you don't want to, then you're not going to want to do it. So you got to find that spark for yourself, you know? So for me, it's a lot has to do with, like, creativity. Some people, it's about, like, hustling hard, having that work ethic. I think we all kind of relate to each other's sparks. But the dude talking now is uh, Jim Carrey in an interview. And it's cool because I've always loved Jim Carrey as a kid. And now when I'm older, I'm, like, finding ways to love him in a different way, you know?
types of people that make it really hard for people to wear their masks. Sometimes it makes really uncomfortable by it. You know, they're, they're like, it really looks like a mask beside somebody who's not wearing a mask. Yeah, Zoom care. He's like talking about, you know, basically just being yourself and pushing people to be like very honest in their own skin. And it was like too perfect for me because like my name is Baghead and my character is like a little like alter ego on my sticker and my logo is like a little kid with a bag on their head. And I've always seen that like this like back and forth between like being yourself um, and the struggle to be yourself and when you're not, you know, usually not being yourself. And sometimes not being yourself is part of your process of being yourself. And the bag to me is like a space to like just be yourself by yourself. You need that time to figure out who you are instead of trying to, like, relate. Obviously, we all get shit from each other. You know, we relate to the world and we get, you know, who we are from there. But, like, a lot of times we're influenced to fit in, you know. Um, and so I had Jim Carrey talking about, like, um, people who do that work make other people who don't do that work feel very uncomfortable in their own skin, you know. Just like, you know, and I've always been like, when I was like 16, 17, I was very into like Joey Badass and Underachievers and Flatbush Zombies talking about third eye vision, like finding something deeper than, the, than what's on the surface, you know? Um, and I think I was trying to do my own version of that, you know, with Jim Carrey talking about like, um, take off that mask, you know? Um, on my sweatshirts, I skipped it in this song, but there was a part in this, in the first song where there's, I put in a little clip and Jim Carrey he says the quote that's on the sweaters I, I released with Growth Mindset. It says, Growth Mindset, and then right here it says, um, deep rest from the character you've been trying to play. And I feel like we all fall into some kind of pattern and we're, we're like trying to play a character and we're trying out different personalities or in certain situations we feel the need to act a different way. Or we might, you know, we might hide the truth. Whatever it is, like we all are trying to figure out who we are. Um, and I think it's exhausting. You know? And I think I'm just like urging everyone to like, Take note, and I don't think anything's black and white. I think everyone is being, in some way or manner, true to who they are. You know, I see it in every interaction I have. Like, you know, I'm meeting this person. That's who they are. But um, I feel like going back to what I'm saying, like that social awkwardness that I don't like in hip hop spaces. I don't like that social awkwardness in life. And I think it's natural, and I think I got it. Everyone has it. Um, but I think there's not enough time taken to try to like look at that a little more. You know, and it's like we're just scared to be ourselves in front of the people. Because we don't want to be judged, we don't want to stand out, because we are so focused naturally to like protect ourselves. But we should evolve a little bit, you know, and like step out and like be who you are, and you know, because I think it'll better ourselves in a lot of different ways. Um, get some just a beat. When I, I made this like maybe two, three years ago, and like this was like one of the first beats I was like, "Who has bounce? It's an 808 in it that sounds clean." This one. They found someone who did worse than they did so they could feel better. And in many studies, we found they run from difficulty. So that's actually the lady who coined the term growth mindset. And growth mindset is a term that has to do with education mostly. Um, and how many of us were faced with challenge, we think that's where our limit is, and then we're taught, especially through school, to like not push past that. Like, this is where I'm at, my knowledge is here, I need to go. You know? You messed up, that means that's where your limit stops. And with that, like, culture, like, like worked into our school systems and our society, what often happens is what she's saying is that, like, um, 
so many kids, but people in general, like they compare themselves to others to make them like and bring them down. Like they, they compare themselves to people who they perceive as worse than them, so they can feel better about themselves. So it's like almost like synthesized growth, because if if you're growing like this, it's organic. But if you're here and then you like look down here to make yourself like you went like this, you're not really growing. You're just shitting on people, you know. Um, and then the the last thing she adds is like people like that they often run away from difficulty, so they're never actually growing. They're just convincing themselves, and they know they're lying that like they're doing better and being good and growing. But like you're not doing anything, bro. You're just like, shitting on like people. Like pushing down their environment rather than bringing themselves up yeah, above it. Exactly. Right. I also feel like throughout the album, um, like Martin was asking about like where does like you know like where how come the sound change and I think like you know like I'm very passionate about music, so me wanting to be better is like a true recognition of not of me not wanting to be where I'm at, and mm -hmm. I'll probably always feel like that. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's how artists feel, but yeah, there's strain there. It's yeah. like ah, I'm just I need it. Yeah, yeah. To where I'm going, I gotta make this. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. So I feel like this yeah. album was full of strain, you know? Yeah. Full of like, kind of like, like melancholy chords, and sample selection, um, dark, a lot of dark sounds. Like there's, there's a couple pretty songs on it, but the pretty songs are also very sad. You know what I mean? Um, and I think it's just that tension I'm feeling like with music, but just in life of like, I need, I'm just trying to get to the person I wanna be, you know? Every day. Uh, and I feel like that's, the person I want to be it was like yeah. every day I'm working on being who I want to be, and that yeah, is, yeah. that's done with actions. You yeah. know, I'm not just gonna wake up one day and like, oh, now I'm good. And it's like, no, mm. every day I'm gonna have to work, and I'm gonna have to do actions that represent what I want to be. You yeah, know, yeah. so every day I'm gonna have to struggle with that. You yeah. know, because there's always gonna be the option to like let yourself down. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna work on beats. That person's angry at me, and now I'm angry. I'm not gonna try to hold my. I'm just gonna yell. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. You know, instead of trying to like really work on like where <coughs> where are you at. Yeah. And where do you want to be and how do you got to control yourself? How, can, how do you have to let yourself go? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm curious. You, you know, you're describing your beats and you seem to have a very specific, um, you know, tone in your head but behind each one or, or message behind it. But are you ever, you know, surprised at how other people come at you with their reaction to it? They're like, you know, like you said, oh, this is very dark, you know, very kind of, mm. you know, filled with, uh, um, you know, maybe angst for right. lack of a better word. But uh, like, do people come up to you and they're like, man, just like, it's so happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think <laughs> if anything, uh, because of all the, you know, with dedicated and with growth mindset, like with my albums, I put a lot of work into the presentation, to the marketing, to like communicating what it is I have behind it. I create short films with mm -hmm. jewels, with mm -hmm. Zero for the Kids, to like further yeah. bring that message home and make yeah. it very obvious, you know? Yeah. And I think I especially need to because I'm not talking that much. I'm putting beats. So I got to find sound, right. sound bites. I got to create visuals. You know? Yeah. Um, that's why I interview people for this, this album. But because of all that work, people, everyone that comes to me with like, deeper connection to the album, what they verbalize is pretty on point with what I'm putting out there, which is dope because I have this intention and it works. Mm -hmm. People are like, dude, like I really appreciate the fact that you're talking about pushing yourself and being uncomfortable and that's okay. It's mm -hmm. okay to be frustrated, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. stuff like that. I think the one thing I kind of get bummed out about, which is fair, is that like I put a, like so much care into every, especially the sound bites. Yeah. 
I don't talk on my albums, so I create. I, I search for like voices that, in a poetic and weird way, like echo what I'm feeling, and I put them in there. And I just like I really hope people like capture on and listen to those parts. You yeah, know, through sample. Yeah. And I feel like, and I also think that creates a, a more like a, a richer experience for the listener because yeah. the beats are dope. And then like, if you're kind of like latching on the little bits and pieces of, of spoken word that I'm putting in there, like your, 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 your meal is more full. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what bugs you about producers, producer, you know, be making culture. Mm. be making business you know i think just the overall culture of like us being behind the scenes you know mm. i think with with social media and podcasts and and um content like there's more of a platform for producers to be the artist i think most producers are kind of pigeonholed into like this um they come second to the artist they're working and I've like worked really hard on being like I'm an artist by myself. Like I want to work with like I love working with A1. I love working with FNG folks. You know what I mean? But like, um, coupled with that is me loving to create my music by itself. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I put in so much work to like I'm trying to change that that narrative. Not by myself, but like I want to play my role in that and being like, like you know, Oscar posted um uh he posted my a preview to my short film, you know? And he was like, I don't see a lot of producers doing short films. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. but we should all do stuff like that because, right. you know? And I think that because that's the culture, a lot of production is lazy. A lot of production, mm-hmm. especially with like hip hop, is just like, here's the chords, mm-hmm. here's the drums. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, if that's your intention, like, and you can kind of flip back and forth between different yeah. styles and you know, like right now, like I need to be simple to create space. Yeah. But that shit can get boring as fuck for me, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I come from listening to Mad Lib and Dilla, which yeah. like there's like crazy shit happening, you know. Yeah. And Dilla was simple too sometimes, but there was real care to every element of what it was he was adding to the the arrangement, the composition, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's become easier to not give a fuck about any of that shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh and that can sound dope sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like when that becomes the only thing you do, the culture is not being pushed forward, you know. Well, I remember at state when I took um, like a media aesthetics class, something that stuck with me was uh, the professor said like, you know, photographer will take like 100, 200, 500 photos, but they'll only end up picking one or two. And like, you know, Mad Lib has said, you know, out of all the beats that, you know, he has made, you know, how much would he actually do anything with and he's like well you know 20 percent 30 percent you know nothing really so like you know like is there truth to that and just like beat making too like some of the biggest or some of the most influential songs to some people were made in like no time you know what i mean they were made in like 10 minutes you know like um you know what i mean and or like and to add to it, like, even, like, lyrics, you know, like, people will read into, like, oh, like, this guy was, you know, really saying this with this, this guy, you know, like, blah, blah, but you talk to them, they're, like, I was just, I don't even remember writing that, like, I was, like, on drugs, you know what I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. so, 
Um, kind of losing my train of thought right now, but in that front, like, do you think it's it, it still takes away from it just because so much gets pushed out so rapidly, you know? Um, or and like to do that, you have to be lazy with how you make your beats, you know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there is a culture of like I feel like it's to me it's more. It, it can go both ways. I think it's like it's really good to make 10 beats a day, you know, yeah. um, but at the same time, it might be better to like focus on three. Well, what's your average? Oh, when I sit down, I usually make like one beat. Yeah. I'll spend like two and a half hours, maybe three yeah. on one beat. And mm-hmm. but or if I, you know, if I spend three hours, it's a good chance I've made two. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would like to have more time in my life. That's what I struggle yeah, with yeah, is yeah. I work, I work full time. I come home, I exercise, yeah. I work on music, I create content. Like I'm just doing a fuckload of shit, you know? And yeah exhausting i would like to have the time to develop a practice where i can get in the studio and spend like six hours spend three yeah. hours take a break go yeah. back take a break do this session take a break yeah. get paid the whole time yeah. you know yeah. that being said like i have to just do it without being paid yet you know yeah. or whatever find my own medium but um uh i feel like because there is such a culture of just like being productive yeah. people just want to push it out like i said again like that could be helpful too you know, you're just like just making, 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 making. Yeah. How um, how efficient can you be? Yeah. But usually, great songs, um, I would say great producers, will often have both versions. They'll have beats that they just like whoop bloop bloop bloop, no drums, bam. But they also got songs where they took like six hours to create right. a like full right. full composition. You know. Right, right. I think what I get annoyed about is like when a a producer or even artist often becomes the only the only way they work is just like uh, uh, uh i'm done uh, i'm done i think my best my favorite producers have beats that are just like uh, okay i'm done and then they go like uh, for like four hours you know yeah you just need both because they have the ability to do that you know if they need to yeah. you know so that when it's time to be quick they they're making that decision consciously like, all right this is done mm-hmm. no drums drums a very simple break finished because i can just feel that it's done you know? But mm-hmm. if you don't have the perspective, then um, you're just doing one thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's one taste. Yeah. One flavor. Yeah. yeah. What's another beat? You got another beat? Um, you want to hear beats on the project? You should. Yeah, you got some. You got some new shit. Yeah, let's hear some unreleased. Some unreleased what's, some new, what's some new shit? What you make yesterday, boy? I'm wondering if if this is working. It's not going through. The uh, headphones. built into you gotta go to yeah there we go honestly i'm not even the biggest fan of this i did this is what i made today yeah yeah. like using omnisphere so i just like made these chords what uh what what uh preset let's find out (coughs) so i have two i have it's two synth synths layered on each other yeah what do we have we have a modulator, massive moger, moger, with some some yeah, LFO okay. work in. It's got an RC20 on it, so it has that wobbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is that one by itself. So that's the majority of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compressions from yeah, 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 yeah. Tell it light. It's quiet, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, 
We're out there took a little little kick. We gotta we gotta we gotta learn from the master. Um, <laughs> so we got this kid going by itself. Yeah. This is like very like thin and just punchy. Yeah. And then we got like an eight oh eight kick on the bottom. So like there's a lot of, you can't hear on this, but there's hella sub. So layered together, it's like a kind of a full thing. Yeah, yeah. And then from there it's just like got the high and low. I got like a baseline. First, I'm at your beat, for real. You make beats, well, might be like, duh, but like, you, like, how often do you just, like, make a beat at, like, outside, or like, you know what I mean? Or never. Like, never? I never go outside. No, you never yeah. do shit like uh, that. Like, I'm always in my room making beats. I yeah. honestly enjoy going somewhere else to make beats. Yeah. Like, it's refreshing, yeah. you know, to my senses. Yeah. Um, it's nice to like set up home base. That's why I've always wanted to get like a studio that I enjoy being in. That's yeah. not in my house. Like I've worked in other studios, but usually it's just like small and dirty and dark. And, yeah. and I'm like, I just I want to like have a studio that's like hella, yeah. hella natural light in there. Yeah. Which is I've actually created my room in a way where it's like not, I have my my desk set up. It's all clean. I'm looking out the window. It's an yeah. L. I got the keyboard here, so it feels nice now. But, yeah. Um, what happened to that one spot? Over in like Soma, the owner had to sell it. Uh, yeah, and like I was working my ass off to get clients in there for like six months, and it was yeah. just exhausting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I mean, honestly, since then I've gone back to like not really uh, working with like collaborating with many artists. I've been just like focused on making my, my compositions by myself. Yeah, um, and now I'm kind of feeling like I need to get back to like having people, mm. you know, happy to work with. So, yeah. That's kind of part of like the me and Adam come or A one are like coming back together, like finish this project. Kind of yeah. What's the first beat you made this year? Ooh. I don't know. I didn't, don't don't you got timestamps yeah, on your I projects um, sessions? That might have been it. Honestly, I took, <coughs> I took a that long was that was the first. I one? took a long hiatus, but I feel like it might have been. It's the eighth. No, it is for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, oh, wow. I like I had to go. Oh. No, it was. I made one yeah. Isaiah like the day before. Mm. All right, what was the last beat? Before the year? Of, of 2022. December 29th? December 29th. Damn, I'm not going to. It might be this one. It might be. That's 2910. Is, is that just edited? You know, yeah. edited last? Yeah. It's got to be one of these. Because basically, I was like at my house, my dad's house, house sitting. Yeah, and I brought all my shit over there to have some sessions, but like oh. I was just so fucking because we had like hella show, we had a New Year's Eve show. Yeah, I just had too much on my plate to like get back into my fucking groove. And yeah. then coming back, I like change. I I just changed my whole room, so instead of making beats the last couple of days, I just been like rearranging. Yeah. Um. So now I'm finally back at like the creation practice. Nice. That oh, sounds sick to to have an empty house and just set the whole house up it as a fucking idea. studio. Like the coolest shit to see that I <coughs> that other producers do is like they're just they're in, they're in like a fucking mansion or like a, a just a hotel room and they're just like they got like speakers there and I'm like that's how yeah. you made fucking yeah. you know that's why uh, Igor or whatever that's why know? like the rent check sessions were hella dope because like I made a lot of beats there and just like I was having like, like yeah. I saw rappers. 
stuff and they were having a cipher and like yeah. on them and they're doing this and like that. It feels refreshing to be in environments that are like cool. Right. Rather than just like I mean, obviously you gotta get good at doing shit by yourself. That's just yeah. natural. Yeah. But like having a home base that's like very pleasant to be in. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I made this beat before Isaiah, Isaiah came over. Yeah. So this was the last thing I made. Last, last beat of 2022. So I already, I already had this. He's right into this, and like he goes to the bathroom, and like, oh, I want to create. That's one thing about not creating from scratch, which I, I like to go through all my beats, right? Yeah. I like to go through all my beats with artists when they come through to like show what I got. And that's really fun for me, you know? But when you don't create from scratch, when you do it that way, this is what I'm talking about, then you're kind of sitting there for a long time, you know? And I, and like, I usually tweak, I ask and stuff, but I don't like to do too much, because then they're writing, you know? So if I start yeah. stopping them, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can't write, you know? Right. So I just kind of let it play. They went to the bathroom, I was like, all right, fuck, I made a second. <laughs> Same keyboard, and I made this. I didn't even, I, all I had oh, was nice. this. It's just chords. And I was like, all right, bring the drums back in. And he was like, oh, this is sick too. Yeah. Right, cool. I can kind of like, I can add this guy. And then, so then, the, the bass, bass is the easiest thing to add. Because you don't got to stop shit. You can just play bass and figure it out as the loop. And you start with dynamics and shit. And you keep that on. Once you have the body of something, you can definitely add a lot to it. Someone's right. But when you don't have the body of something, and you're trying to like, like make a sample, um, which is why creating from scratch is dope because then like the artist knows that right, the first hour is gonna be great. Probably. You know? Maybe the first 20 minutes, if you're lucky, you can just kind of like figure it out. Bam. Good, you know? But with me, like I definitely like tweak out. Tough. Like I'll try hella different things and like, like I gotta figure it out. You know? This one I'm hella happy. Also because those two parts are very different from each other. But with a little bit of a range, it can be work. Especially because it has the same drums, you know? Drums create so much consistency that if you keep the same drum through a song, you can do a lot of shit, you know? And then, talking about being better at this part has like... Some of the same sound selection on the percussion and drums, but like it's a different So then that creates diversity in the audience is getting. Oh, this part is like more straightforward drums. For the lead now. You know. Do you have any that you're playing a kit on? No, but I fucking want to. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm like, he- like almost all my percussion is like, there's like this break and this break and I take this part of the hi-hat loop yeah. and then I take this part of the hi-hat loop and then this break is the, the tambourine and I take mm-hmm. this snare and I take this mm-hmm. snare and I put it over here. Um, so like percussion is one of my, my strengths. You yeah. know, I have like, I'm, you know, I grew I mean, up You still playing. got the theory behind percussion. I have the know? theory behind percussion, but mostly I have the feel. Like I grew up mm-hmm. playing in local Bloco. So like yeah. from like six years old, I was like playing drums and Batadilla and like uh, local Bloco is like Afro-Brazilian music. So it's yeah. all rhythm based. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the dopest Batadillas in Brazil, like, they play one rhythm for one hour or like th- whatever for a long time, but it's just so fucking crisp and it's all yeah. from hand and yeah. it all sounds so perfect together and they're all playing different rhythms, but it all fits in nicely, you know? Yeah. So I'm huge on rhythm with percussion, you know? 
Um, also, why bass is kind of not natural to me too, because it's it's not as you're not playing chords. It's one. It's a one note. It's a lead essentially, but on the low end. Um, and good bass is often relied. It's re- uh, rhythm is important for a good bass line. You know what I mean? Um, as much as like having that music theory to get the right notes. You know. Um. But like, there's. You have a kid still. I have a kid in my dad's house. Is fucked up. Um. I've seen Vu, who's a dope ass producer, producer use like a electronic kit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you can kind of look at oh, different yeah, sounds like pads. that. Yeah, yeah. Because there's hella fills. Like I look for breaks with certain fills, but like. Yeah, yeah. That shit. Yeah. And then if I can record it, it'd be yeah. hella clean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then also for content purposes, it, that shit goes a long way, you know. Yeah. If you're like playing the shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Yeah. What you? What you? What? Be, uh, what are you most proud of out of all the your all projects? my beats? Yeah, all, all my beats. projects. Like, you have like a, a top one. Said I'm like, the best producer up. of all time. You know? Huh? I'm 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 so proud of myself <laughs> for being the best producer of all no, time. Like what, what's like your favorite beat that you've ever made? Oh, you know, like, that I've ever released or that I made. That's that's honest. Uh, Either way, it's fucking hard. You haven't put out the favorite beat you've ever made. Are you saving it for? Well, I mean, I made a bunch. Of, like I'm always like most excited about my new shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I just like I made this like in the last like month or so and this is when I was saying like I'm not doing samples, it's all keys. Yeah. And it's just like it's so far away from dedicated. Even from rough mindset. Like it feels like it's like almost like a live band. You know, I'm playing keys, I'm playing bass. The rhythm the rhythm is like that rim shot. That rim shot idea comes from like listening to nothing. Like shit like this, I'm like I'm most excited about because like I've never made something like this. I yeah. made shit that's related to it, you know, same mm-hmm. energy, same mm-hmm. vibe, but like it's not just like that. Mm-hmm. But oh man, uh, I've been going through like my dedicated. Like, yeah, okay, of the ones that you released, then it's gotta be from dedicated or from um or growth mindset. I think right now I'm like most the one that if anybody talks shit on its hands, you know. Um, that's so <laughs> fucking hard, dude. I mean, this one's like really good. Like, this is straight boot like, shit, but like, I was like, no one can flip a sample. Like, this is just the best yeah. example of like flip a sample and make it nasty. Mm-hmm. So that's the shot A sample, mm-hmm. and then I pitched, I slowed it down and pitched it down, and yeah. then I chopped it. This is the kind of beat where I'm like, when it comes to like sample, sample based production, you really can't tell me shit. You know, I'm like, oh, he's okay, he's all right, he's. Just... <laughs> like, just listen to this and tell me it's not like. Ugh. I can get better, you know. Like I want to get better. There's uh-huh. like, Soundcheck is one of those people. I'm like, all right, that's the best sample based producer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, I, and I love soundtrack too because it it illuminates that sample based production is not simple, very fucking complex. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I think people who are musicians first and you can hear in the music that's also fucking impressive as shit and it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's this like rhetoric, especially for those who don't know music, or even for like rappers and shit like that, um, where it's like it could you can like you can dumb down sampling so much and just mm-hmm. make it about like oh it, when i was saying about like how shit can be boring mm-hmm. like it's the same shit with sample based shit you can just mm-hmm. like get a loop mm-hmm. and 
Mm-hmm. And that might be dope if if you're really good and like you made a decision like that's it. But if that's if that's all you're doing, you're not pushing the envelope and you're not gonna find new dope styles. Yeah, um, I mean the soundtrack. He's like, he like, he like makes like non loops almost. Like there's so much space in between each. Like he uses silence like no one else and it's like it's like and he's using he's using instruments like he's yeah. playing cool like dope bass lines he's adding yeah. like leads he's he's playing some keys but he's yeah adding but the the sample is just so broken up and spread apart yeah. you know what i mean and he's it's really like, creating it's pretty, space yeah, he's, he's creating space and he's making he's taking the sample somewhere that like you would not think mm-hmm. it could go mm-hmm. you know yeah. and that's what i love did you get a chance to talk to him at uh um, no i don't know him like that like we well, like we've met know, before just like what's up yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, we follow each other, so that's kind of the extent. But I watch all his shit. You know, like he has like the Bandcamp releases. I think it's through Street Corner Music, which is House Shoes. Um, uh, where he flips like very famous songs. You know, mm-hmm. Prince and uh, I want to say like Led Zeppelin and shit like that. You know, but it's fucking amazing. You know, mm-hmm. um, I would urge anyone to go listen to his music. Yeah. Tell me if you can figure out what he's doing. You know, there was this funny <laughs> ass tweet though that uh, I saw that it was like someone mentioned him and he was like, "Is soundtrack using stems to make these beats?" Because there's been times I'm like, "How the fuck did he get that lead from the song yeah, by himself? Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Is cr- did he like shorten it and yeah. then and then elongate it and then isolate it?" And then he responded, he was like. Yes, if that makes you feel better. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. that made me feel better. But at the same time, like, I'm still not doing what he's doing. Nah, you he's still I mean? in the same place. Um, you know? But that's, once again, like, that's what sampling is. is like yeah. doing whatever you can to create something from what it is that yeah. you didn't create first, you know? Yeah, I mean, I get that with, like, remixes and edits and shit. I don't know how people fucking get, like, Honestly, I think the SoundCloud, the SoundCloud shit, edit you know? culture, those yeah. producers are honestly more advanced than a lot of hip-hop producers. There, yeah. There's so much like you. Ha- there's so much to do to make certain things sound crispy that it's like. Yeah. Well, I'm know, just like when you listen, to. like just go to SoundCloud and like if you fall into the fucking like the yeah. the hole of like yeah. Baby Keen remix yeah, with edits. like House and yeah, shit like yeah, that, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Neo Soul edit of, yeah. of Doja Cat. <laughs> like, like that's where I be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those arrangements are so full without being busy. Yeah. Extremely like because you yeah. can be so full and then like a lot of I, I've had that issue with like. I have like so much shit going on in the eight bar loop and I just have to like arrange it so that mm-hmm. it's not all happening at once all yeah. the time, you know? Yeah. So those SoundCloud, but like, I don't want to call them sound, those, the producers I'm talking about who make yeah. that style of music. Yeah. Um, one, they take that step. And then two, like their, you know, the musicality is, is amazing. And then their ability to um, conversate with their DAWs is very impressive because yeah. being creative and, um, and like, it's one thing to have a dope, dope creativity and how you sample and how you play keys and how you create stuff, but you also got to be able to speak the language of the dog you're using because there's mm-hmm. so much shit that they need. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fucking impressive. But that's the beauty of SoundCloud too, is that you get the shit that's not a hundred percent crispy, but you get some really cool ideas yeah. out there. You know? Yeah, like this is another example of like it's really fucking simple, but it just sounds so good. So like I'm not impressed highly by how much work I put into this, but like the end product was just like it's just this is really just I think it's just I'm hitting I'm hitting ads, but I'm not changing the arrangement of the sample. This is what the sample sounds like. Maybe this one little thing. 
taking this record and this little accordion and then putting it over these pianos from this record. You know? And I think not a lot of people recognize that that's what sampling is. You're not just like mm-hmm. finding s- one long piece from a, from a well-known YouTube playlist and then looping it up and putting some drums on it. You know, mm-hmm. like If you get deep into sampling, there's a lot going on. So we have about seven minutes left on the scheduled program time. Um, is there like a song or any music you want us to uh, play here at the end that you feel represents you? Obviously, like shit that you've, um, unless you, you have something on there or shit you've released, like anything you want to play for us on the radio that kind of speaks on uh, just what you've been speaking on in the last half hour about mm-hmm. um talking to us about your music and your intentions and your uh, experimentation with it you got anything like that for us tonight Sam? yeah this one speaks to my soul no, i'm just kidding um <laughs> shout, out, shout out doughboy though yeah. that's a good question fuck um i mean just in terms of production only uh mm-hmm. kenny beats new album honestly like when i first listened to it like i wasn't like super in love and attached to it but i was able to hear like the genius in it both on musicality and creativity and then ability to like conversate with the DAW with the um his program he's using um but this beat is fucking amazing uh, i'll fuck with this one bro this is like one of the nastiest beats i've heard ever loki this reminds me of a cosmic grandma. It's one of those beats where I'm like, what is he doing? Like, I can kind of figure out. I think I'm wondering if through his whole project, he played drums. And it sounds so fucking like live. You know, I don't think he programmed drums. Like, I, I would almost like that like on that shit. I mean, he, he definitely programs drums. Well, he programmed drums, but I think he's taking from a for himself. Yeah, I think he plays drums. I'm like, I think that's an, he's using an arpeggiator. Yeah. So I'm wondering, uh, what's the original sound? What did he, so, you know, like. Sounds like he's, you know, he, he turned the sample. And then he's filtering it in. Yeah, so either, whether it's a sample or he's like, he's yeah. playing like three notes. Yeah. He's uh, using an arpeggiator. Yeah. He's playing, yeah, I mean, it's just not that crazy. But that's, I don't know. Yeah. Well, also, it's like. And the, the arrangement is so dope. Yep. Yeah, like one horn that comes in every like four. And I think, I think I'm so like I get really uh, sad in my head about my production. I don't sound like that. You know what I mean? And there's moments when I can like, oh, it's, I can, I can see the relation of my quality to the quality of greats. You know? That's what influence, that's what inspires me. Yeah. Um, but I know I have some. I got ways to go. You know. But I know his whole philosophy has always been too. Is like if you do it for eight hours a day every day, it's all the same for anybody really. You know, like you will like 
he is a product of that too you know and like that's something that not everybody can afford you know and that's a big thing you know like how you were saying earlier it holds people back you know and it's something it's a big obstacle it's it's tough it's like i think it holds people back and sometimes they don't have control over it but i think sometimes like even myself i catch myself being lazy and it has a lot to do with the the process of being frustrated i think any great artist you is really comfortable with frustration mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. the challenge is here frustrating and then and then you get up here and then you just keep pushing that ceiling you know yeah um, that's interesting because like i feel like some of the sickest producers out there like just do it so carefree and that's yeah. why it sounds so good and it comes out really fast sometimes too right. and it's just like because there's yeah. no stress behind it you yeah. know yeah, and this is this time to create. Like when I when I'm sitting there at like after I'm like done my whole fucking day, and it's like 7:30 p.m. and I'm like I'm about to start, and I know by the time I'm done it's gonna be like 9:30 p.m. and I have to eat, mm-hmm. and I gotta like fucking rest before I can wake up early. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a sense of time constraint, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas like there's been times when I'm like it's Sunday and I ain't got shit to do. I sit down at two, and then all of a sudden it's 5:30 p.m. and like I've tweaked so many different things and I've had yeah, time yeah. to create um arrangement. And I think a lot of these beats like that's my biggest critique. Um, is that the arrangement, it feels a little boring sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, the shit is dope, and I'm just, I, I catch myself being like, ah, fucking, somebody needs a pop right there, somebody mm-hmm. needs a drop right there. And mm-hmm. not like, I think those are my favorite beats right here. It's like, this one. Beautiful. This one's mine. Yeah. So beautiful. And, like, that's also the production part is, like, you know, Isaiah did, like, a challenge to this, and, like, he just, he brought the emotion out into words what I pictured on this, you know? Um, and sometimes that needs to be that simple, you know, but. We got two minutes on yeah, the clock. This is also hella beautiful. I just, little string. I could just add more string. You, you reverse it? Yeah, it's reverse chopped. Reverse, reverse chopped. Reverse chopped. Yeah. Reverse chopped and the grind never stopped. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we we even though the conversation is going in a great place we got to cut it um to keep the recording in one piece and to uh stand also radio for today but thanks for coming on uh baghead um to sign off quick resolution for 2023 um in a few words continue to be comfortable with frustration in the creative process so that my ceiling can get taller and taller and taller you heard it here first bitch yeah uh thank you again for bringing all this we'll have you back soon Hell we'll yeah. keep doing this yes sir um do you have a song to to guide us out Gangsta. for the evening uh, hell yeah i got something old soul radio tune in next week because otherwise i have a song oh, this one's pause has a song as well shout out music shout out sunday shout out muni radio pcrcollective.org Shout out Pablo. Coming at you soon. Shout out Jay Worthy. Shout out Jay Worthy. Shout out MC Paz and DJ Gina. This is Old Soul Radio. Catch us next week. Tune it out. AKA sudden leaks. I'm ready to blow, I'm letting you know that they ain't nothing to me. A bag of China cap, but they ain't saying nothing.